the Spot Track Podcast, talking sports contracts, the salary cap, and business of sports. Welcome to the SpotTrack.com podcast. Welcome back to Paul Pack to the SpotTrack.com podcast. Yeah, I missed a couple of them. You guys pulled off the big emergency Bryce Harper (laughs) pod, which is great and terrific for you doing that, Mike. Obviously, one of the biggest contract stories in sports of this year. So I was kind of bummed I missed all that. Well, our listeners weren't. I mean, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, I had to take a shot at you, Paul. For those of you who missed it, we had Robert Rayola back on the sports tax man with some just crazy numbers. Yes. I mean, bonkers. We can read recap a little here just because it was worth it um 330 million paul did you listen to the podcast i did not all right take, oh. take it take a stab here trivia time for paul Peck. yes this would be great take a stab philadelphia we've got so you've got the pennsylvania tax plus the philly city tax okay which robert laid out for us 330 million how much is bryce harper going to net at the end of the day I'm assuming you're pushing 40% in taxes there, right? Yeah. So he's going to net $170 million. Yeah, a little more, about 185 wow. okay. at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, that was a yeah. pretty good guess, Paul. I, yeah. I had figured, you know, a couple hundred million, right? right. But yeah, it's still, I'm still disgusted by that number. It's crazy, right? I mean, was that's, that ugh. now? I know there were you know potential offers from California teams that yeah. would have been. Were, were they worse? Were they better? I no, mean, they was, were incredible. The but Dod- I mean, with the taxes figured in, even with them figured in, the Dodgers offered four for one sixty eight. Hmm. Wow. I mean, that's a bonanza. That's what I wanted. Obviously, we talked I, about. I that. guess the last thing because I don't want to wait. We don't want to waste much time because you already yeah. did this. But you know, you were on the shorter term deal kick all along. Why don't you think that was a reality, or why don't you think Bryce Harper was interested in that? Yeah, we talked about that a little bit. I don't have an answer because it's certainly not what I would have done. But it sort of just seems like he wanted to be done with this whole process. Mm, okay. You know, I mean, he probably sees these NBA guys going through this every two years, and it's it's got to be exhausting. I mean, look at Durant. Right. Durant's a miserable guy having to talk about his free agent status. Well, you're the one creating that, right? Sure. So if you don't want that, you know, sign a long-term deal. So I I think part of it is that. He's not as miserable as Kyrie, by the way. (laughs) Not not right now. the other day? The other day. It's been a month and a half of miserable Kyrie, and and with good reason. By the way, that Boston team is just a joke right now. Anyway, um, I I just think that's probably the biggest thing here. Consistency is the best way to, you know, to build a, a gunslinger in baseball. He's, he's in a young franchise. There's kids all around him that can be superstars. It makes sense for him. Here's the thing, though. It's because they went 13 years, that tax salary is $25 million and the, it's front-loaded. Right. So those back salaries of $22 million, that's very tradable. Which is why the, the, Eagle, or the Eagles, which is why the Phillies were able, were willing to give him a contract till he's 39 years. That, 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 yeah. that appeared to be the general consensus of why would you, you know, what's he yeah. going to be when he's 37, 38, 39? But I think the, the Phillies knew that and they didn't care, right? Well, that's actually part of the contract. He's got to return kicks for the Eagles. <laughs> so. Did you see? Uh, you know what? He could probably be one heck of a, uh, what, linebacker, safety. outside safety. safety. Yeah. Did you see yeah. one of the first things he did when he got to, uh, when he announced Philly, he got on Twitter and started recruiting Le'Veon Bell to be an Eagle. Nice, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Nice, yeah. join the club, right? Yeah. Good uh, well, so yeah, that was the Harper contract. Uh, go back. That's episode number sixty-eight. Um, mm-hmm. You go back and listen to all our episodes, and, and Robert Rayola is fantastic uh, on that. Uh, before we're gonna get into some football. Uh, but before we do that, notable free agents still in the market in Major League Baseball, Mike. Yeah, I mean, guys, after guys who haven't signed, yeah, yet. guys who haven't signed because the you know the whales have now uh, come into port. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real games being played, spring training, it's full swing, and there's uh, I don't know, three or four, at least three or four guys that 
you know, should have massive contracts right now. I mean, not just be on teams. Should, I, they, they project to really nice contracts. Craig Kimbrell being probably the, you know, I mean, the World Series winning closer, 31 years old, but still can do it. Guy wants $16 million a year. Guy wants $60 million. And he's, you know, he's not pulling off of that number. He's going to have to. Right, if he wants to play, so you don't think anybody's willing to do a, even a one or two year deal with him at that rate. He wants sixty. Okay, he wants well. sixty million. He wants guaranteed money for the next four or five years, and uh, I don't blame him. But from everything we've seen over you know the past two seasons now, I think that's not going to happen. So he's going to have to settle or hold out, which he said he will do. We'll see if he's you know like a mid April, you know mid May signing somewhere like that for teams that need a closer. Yeah, somebody will realize that they've got a good team in place without a, a guy who can finish games and that's when they'll call. By you the know, way, it's the Red Sox. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know you know the fascinating thing is um and this is probably why he's not getting the money. This is we talked about this before Harper and Machado signed. Mm-hmm. If you look at the transactions, recent transactions and they're all there at spottrack.com. You know, aside from Harper, Machado, Arenada, and I'll throw Mustakas in there because he got ten million. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, Gonzalez, uh, he got two for twenty-one. Everything else was one year, mm-hmm. two point five million. Basically, one year, three million bucks. Yeah. Which you know, I, again, to those of us listening, it's like minimum it's, wage. It, minimum <laughs> wage. I mean, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just low level it's the baseball stuff. equivalent of seven eighty an hour. Well, we said right. we said this. Uh, the, the end of this past season, but it's worth bringing up again because we're trending that way again. The, 2018 was the first time that the veteran baseball salary went down on average. So it, there, something's really happening here. This isn't just you know smoke and mirrors. Something's really happening with these contracts. The extensions are great. I mean, obviously, everything worked out as planned for Machado and Harper, and Arenado's contract is great. Patrick Corbin got a nice deal to start the year in Washington. So there's three or four guys kind of holding the fort down for the 1.8 billion that's been spent in free agency, which you know, we talk about how nobody's getting signed and then we see that number, but you know, there's four guys that sort of hold the weight of that number. And then it really drops off from there. And, and yeah, to your point, the biggest thing is that the long-term deals are done outside of these massive contracts. And really most of them have opt outs outside of Bryce Harper. So, you know, the long-term can be short-term if necessary. So yeah, it's, it's kind of shocking. Here's the here's the notable list, right? It's Dallas Keuchel. He needs a job still. Craig Kimbrell. Carlos Gonzalez is an outfielder. Adam Jones, a perfectly, you know, plausible center fielder slash leadoff guy for any team in baseball right now. Um, outside of that, there, you know, there's some utility guys. But I could find you a starting nine in the available free agents right now that would look pretty good on the field in 2019. I can't believe there isn't anybody that needs another starter that wouldn't be interested in Keuchel. Keuchel but he must just want too many years. Well, he's got right. he's got injuries. He, yeah. he had a bad a bad year in 2018. He was real up and down. So I get it. His his value probably couldn't be lower right now. Um, over you know based on what he's done over the past five seasons. But yeah, the, let's talk the Padres. I mean, if you look what the Padres did this offseason to add position players, and then you look at their projected starting five pitchers, you know. <laughs> it's not blowing you away. Yeah, no. you, you certainly could use a, a Dallas Keuchel on that rotation right now. Sure. So there's teams that need it. It's obviously a waiting game. They're trying to You know, the closer this thing gets to March 28th and that opening day, you know, the, the more these, these values are going to drop on these guys. All right, we're going to move to football and tag your it, Mike, because we've had some tag offers. So explain to me. 
Demarcus Lawrence and Frank Clark, uh, notable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Almost all pass rushers too, right? right? Grady Pretty Jarrett, much. defensive tackle. Um, you know, they, they've got offered franchise tags. So what does that mean, offered a one-year franchise tag, as opposed to is that essentially being tagged? They've been tagged, but been tagged. until it's signed, we we tag we claim it as offered because okay. it's sort of just the elephant in the room until it's actually signed. They can't do anything about it until it's signed. They can't trade them. It's not guaranteed. It guarantees the second it's signed. The, I don't think any of these tra- tags are getting signed outside of Robbie Gould, maybe. Okay, who's getting five million to uh, yeah. like Jadavion Clowney is not going to sign a. He might have tag. to. You think he so? might have to? Okay. Yeah. Uh, of all these players, I assume he's going to have to because he's still on in that show me in that prove it sort of mode based on you know his slow slow start. His health too, is too is and his question. And you know they just I'm not sure they desperately need him in Houston. So not with the big guy there. No. Um, I just don't think a multi year deal right now makes sense for either of those two two, two sides. Yeah, there. essentially these are re, re, you know retention devices basically. So the they team, used to the be. team, well, but they're they're so well the valued. Right. Now. Yeah, I mean you hold the <laughs> rights. I mean retention in that you hold the rights and give you the opportunity to continue to negotiate yeah. the long term deals. But no, you're right, Mike. It's they become so much more adversarial. I, I thought uh, Rich Eisen on the NFL. A network combine had a great analogy. He said, uh, "When when guys want it, it's a, they're offered the franchise tag. When they don't want it, they're slapped. Slapped sure, the franchise right. tag." <laughs> yeah, actually, the Marcus Lawrence is is really the one to talk about here because this is tag number two for him. So you're looking at twenty and a half million dollars on this tag, and I don't think he's going to sign it, which is crazy. So this is <laughs> this is going to be that scenario where you know we're going down a Le'Veon Bell situation, possibly. Uh, this is a good transition into sort of our free agent outlook here, which because the Cowboys are probably the most interesting team here in the offseason, just based on the publicity that they've created themselves. I mean, they've come out and said Dak Prescott's getting a contract. They've come out and said Marty Cooper and Zeke Elliott are getting contracts. Well, they've got this mega pass rusher in Demarcus Lawrence who's been, I don't know, top three in the league over the past three seasons. I mean, he's done it over multiple years now. And they had him on the tag last year. He was happy to sign it. He took his $17 million. Now it's tag number two, and he has been forthright by, about saying he's not going to play out this tag. So, and, and look, at this is what he's worth. He's a $21 million guy. So you're looking at a Khalil Mack contract versus a $20, $20 million franchise tag. I, I don't know how this one plays out because if they keep him on the $20 million cap hit, which is what this is, I don't know how you get Prescott Yeah, you can't Cooper do all those other I, deals, I, I don't particularly know the Prescott it. deal. You yeah. know, if they're going to – it, as we've talked about, and in my opinion, overpay for Dak Prescott. You're paying him what twenty five million a year, roughly. That's probably starting quarterback the, rate. Yeah, that's the Derek Carr number. That's where everybody's pushing wow. him. Yeah. So how are you going to handle all that? You know, and then and you know, again, this is where to some degree the Cowboys and having your owner be your GM and having your owner be so upfront gets himself into trouble. Well, I love I love those guys. I love my all my players. Well, guess what? They don't love you until you pay them. Well, the smart money's not. Investing in the running back, correct? First of all, absolutely. I didn't, I didn't realize we were going to have impressions on this show today. That, that was wasn't nice. bad. Yeah, that was nice. That, that wasn't was nice. bad. We were missing that last week. Uh, see, <laughs> see, see what I bring to the table here. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, I want to. I want to push back on that because okay. I did. I've done a few polls on Twitter and things like that to, to gauge where people think it those are go. always right. By the way, oh, yeah. that, isn't that how we operate now? <laughs> yeah, that's how the president. Twitter operates, polls no? are always the truth. <laughs> I love what they do in the news. Our Twitter poll, like, really? Wow. Come on, yeah. they're fun. I like. I it. agree with I, Lady I, I Gaga, like man. It. It's a toilet it's of the internet. <laughs> well, it's how I make my money. Kevin, yeah, well, so that's for, <laughs> hey, a lot of people make money. Except clean. for spot track. Listen to me. I know a lot of plumbers who make a whole lot of money, my friend. So let me get this straight. Between the two of you, we hate Twitter and analytics. 
analytics. This is great. No, it's going to be a great uh, <laughs> actually of shows. I, um, yeah, I hate. I don't totally hate Twitter. Yeah. Um, no, I get it. I think it's I used improperly it. by a lot. But anyways, but uh, listen. Anyway, I, the, I, I bet your Twitter poll says, "Yeah, Elliot makes the Cowboys run," and I agree. I'm saying investing in the long term future of Elliot. There's a lot of miles on that car already. Yes. And, yes. And uh, I don't know. I if I had to pick whom I'm going to invest in, like I. I think Dak Prescott um, can play, mm-hmm. and I think he's pretty good. I don't know if he's. I'm going to invest long, long, long term in him, but I'd I'd sign him before I'd sign Elliot because I think you'll go further with him. That's just my opinion. It's the position. I think where Kevin is going, Mike, and we spent so much time talking about this. You always pay your quarterback before you pay a running back. Now, right? In 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 every situation, I guess. I mean, look at the Giants. I, they have a great running back, Prescott. but their quarterback, uh, uh, the Giants. No, they're not paying that running back. I, I mean, they, no, are, they are, but they're but, really not. But, you know? okay, when it comes around again, they've got to fix their quarterback issue. And they've got this great running back, but you're I mean, not gonna, you, you don't win in the NFL now. And I mean win-win, all right? I'm yeah. talking you don't win by handing the ball off. Uh, and having this guy dominate. Your quarterback has to get you there. But wait, we act, we act like this team hasn't been together for three years. Like, Dak Prescott hasn't won. He I, hasn't won. I, no, okay, and neither did the Rams. And they didn't. They were worse when Zeke back. Elliott was hurt. They were way worse when Zeke Elliott was hurt or suspended, whatever. Sure, sure. I, I, there's, I, a, there's a strong case to be made that Zeke Elliott is the most important Cowboy. Are, on the they, they were also the way yeah. worse when their offensive line that had been the yeah, best I, in the league had a lot of injuries. I, I will say this. I agree with you right now. Yes, Ezekiel Elliott is the most important offensive player on the Cowboys right now, right. today. Okay. Yes, I agree with that. Will he be two years from now, three years from now? But, I don't. I I don't believe so because of all of the uh, carries that he's going. I believe it's going to take its toll. Agreed. But if that's how, if that's how they think too, then signing the running back now is exactly what you should do. You do it now before he's twenty six, twenty seven, right? When you, you, you lock big, in those three dollars. years of guarantees now because you think that's probably going to be it for him. How, get okay, it done fair. now. That's a fair get point. Get it done now. But sure. now I think of Gurley and how much of a cautionary tale right now is Gurley. I mean, how bad does that contract starting to look if he's never going to be the guy that he oh, was because of this supposed arthritis he situation? He wasn't hurt. He wasn't hurt, Paul. Well, I, I'm just <laughs> saying that now they're saying they're – I know. They're saying it's arthritis, which makes you go, that means he's not getting any better from that. No. So um, now how bad does that contract look? How bad and how much to the point of never giving a running back big money is there another example of this? How about never giving these guys time off to rest? Well, that's I part mean, of it too. These guys are You're just right, year-round training. I You're mean, right. It's fair. All right, you got right? lots of you got well, well, wait, stuff rolling around wait, in your we head did, here. We Mike. didn't even get to Amari Cooper, who they gave up a first-round right. pick for last time. Well, because they, they were trying to do something. You know, it, 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 on, on one hand, I I admire part of that saying, hey, we, we feel we can make the playoffs and do something if yeah. we give – our quarterback has to have somebody to throw to. And then they just signed a guy out of the ESPN booth. We haven't even touched on that yet. We're getting there. Like, uh, but So th- they tried to make something happen. Um, Jerry, Listen, Jerry Jones is no spring chicken. He wants to win again now. He I don't, don't hate the Amari Cooper trade. The more as it's sunk in via time, I don't hate it at all. He, no. he was a significant upgrade to their offense. Like Kevin said, he made Dak Prescott 20% better than what he was before, and you gave up what would have been a low first-round pick that you might have used on a wide receiver anyway. I have no problems with it. Raiders traded him because they couldn't pay him, right? Just Could, like, correct. Just like Khalil Mack? Correct. Couldn't pay him. Yeah. I mean, Not because he couldn't play. Correct. Correct. So I, I, I like that trade for the Cowboys. Here's the thing. Zeke, Zeke's making $8 million this year. 
Mari Cooper's making 14. I don't those think are need, reasonable numbers. You don't need to touch either of those if you don't want to. I would agree. Right? I, th- those, are f- those are perfect, actually, for those players. That's probably cheap for Elliott. Dak's making 2-1. That's super cheap. And that's a contract here. Yeah, super cheap. So if we're talking positionally and if we're talking just straight cash flow, yeah, you got to get Dak done, right? Absolutely. If Dak's your guy, you get Dak done. You put him on a Ryan Tannehill-like deal. And they brought Witten back to make sure that is their guy, right? I think so. I mean, if Witten's anywhere near where he was. Let's get there now because it's twofold from everything I've read. Have you read this? Oh, well, yeah. He wanted out of ESPN. Or or he was going to be booted out of ESPN. ESPN was definitely going to boot him, but... I'm pretty sure he's the next Dallas Cowboys head coach. I'm, I'm with you completely. That's the first I thing I thought of. I think this is five million. It's the first thing I thought of. He's going to play catches. for a year. He's going to move into the coaching staff. He's going to get groomed, and it's some or or they're going to be revolutionary and take him, let him go right from the right field in. to being a head coach. J- this is Jason Garrett's contract year too, and yeah. they and they've publicly said we're not extending you. <laughs> like it's all lining up. Yeah, and listen, That's they're doing a, the same thing right. with the defense. They're bringing back Sean Lee on like a ten million dollar cap, seven million cash. The guy can't can't even play more than four games a year. Yeah. But uh, same thing I'm hearing. He's just going to roll into the defensive coach coaching position. This is ridiculous. He he realizes it's a hard cap league, right? And these guys all count. You got to play these guys. (laughs) Right. So I, I, I get it. I mean, nice if you're really, you know, thinking that far ahead, but. Well, I will say this: the booth was not the right <laughs> no, fit no. for Jason Witten. No, no, no we don't and, and it's a very path, cautionary but. tale. You'd think all these high-priced network guys would understand well, that not everybody can be Tony Romo and go from the field to the booth right away. But, yeah. Tony Romo may be the only one who ever does but, it. But that you way. realize that he's about to go from the field to the coaching staff. Yeah, right? that's, that is also I mean, correct. <laughs> yes, no, you're is you're that absolutely supposed cr- to work? No, it's not. That's the other thing that's crazy. That that's just crazy. You know, it have is, go but right it's Cowboys crazy, right? It's Cowboys yeah. crazy. Wow. Anyway, uh, he, here's what could happen. If if all of their dreams come true and everything they've said publicly actually comes to fruition, you could have Prescott at $25 million, Zeke Elliott at 16 Amari Cooper at 16 and Demarcus Lawrence at $21 million on new contracts in the next three months. chunk contracts. So somebody but, tell me how that can happen, and I'll be happy to listen. But the cap went up $11 million, yeah, but right? That doesn't matter. I mean, they've got, they've got tons of cap built in already. They've got cap space. But it's not enough to do with everything I just said, unless you're literally tanking these first year caps. You know what I mean? Which means there's not high signing bonuses, which means the base salary. It means the cash flow is going to be pushed down. And the, and the Cowboys have done this before. That's a recipe for disaster. That's when you start getting into, you know, we'll worry about it later mode. Yeah. And when you have to worry about it later, then you can't build your team at all. So you better hope that these five guys are good enough of a core to last for three, four years because you're not doing anything else around them. Well, here's the other thing. Look at their conference, right? I mean, what makes them believe that they're going to advance out of their conference? The Giants. <laughs> the Giants and the Redskins don't have a quarterback? Yeah, the division is is <laughs> the, the questionable. But when you start to get into the Saints and the Rams and, and the Packers, and I, I'm with you, Kevin. I, you know, it's... I don't think they're 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 who they are. They're likely to win their division or be a wild card, and not much beyond that. I, I would say, and I think that goes back to yeah. Dak Prescott. I think that's who Dak Prescott is. He's good enough to be a ten nine to ten win quarterback, but not good enough to get you to a Super Bowl. Well, here's the other interesting thing in their division, and this may be looking at it. the The quarterback for the Eagles is gone. Like maybe. Wentz always gets hurt. Yeah, maybe the best right? quarterback. Maybe yeah. the best quarterback. I mean, Nick yeah. Foles. The insurance for their quarterback is well. Gone. He hasn't been. Paul, he's been more than insurance the last couple of years. I mean, who's finished the season for the Eagles? It's yep. been Nick Foles, and he is hasn't been franchised because they can't afford to franchise him. 
uh, you know, the quarterback position. You can't have two. You can't spend over fifty million bucks, right, in your quarterback spot. Yeah, it'd be a twenty-five million dollar tag, and then you'd be hoping and praying he signs it so you can trade him. Right. And <laughs> if he didn't sign it, what were the ramifications if he didn't sign it? It, it, it would just. It would eventually fall off. Right. It, it would. It would. He would. But they still like control. They still control his destiny control where he goes. Now yeah. he gets to control where he goes. And uh, they you did know. him. They did him a favor. They absolutely they did. did him a favor. They and him and a favor. let's let's praise them for that because yeah. as we in, in the world where that kind of stuff doesn't happen very often and everything is very cutthroat and the decisions are very are are, are very straightforward. Give the Eagles some credit. They understood that Wentz is their guy, and yeah, it'd be great to have him as the backup. But financially, it didn't make sense. Sense and and you know and I don't know what how much market there really was for him to trade. Mm-hmm. So they basically said, hey, you know what, Nick, you won us a Super Bowl. You were a heck of a guy here. Go be a starter but somewhere. Did, did they did they do themselves a favor? And I'm I'm real seriously. Wentz is is great talent, but when the games meant the most, Nick Foles was there performing. I mean, won a Super Bowl for him. Performed very well, I thought, for him uh, down the stretch. Um, and in the playoffs, and they let him go. He's young enough, right? He's 29, 29 years old? Yeah, 30-ish, yeah. yeah I mean, so let me ask you this question. If Foles uh, played that well, he still could have been the guy for you, and you could have moved on from the other guy. But I don't think they were ever willing to do that. Too much invested in Carson Wentz. And and frankly, Carson Wentz could, has been really, really good when he's been healthy. You could argue they have a lot invested draft in Foles. and everything. I don't mean money. I mean the trade and all that stuff. I mean... You don't think this dis- this discussion had to have happened in the boardroom of the Eagles? Well, I'm sure it had did. And I'm sure it did. And I, and I you know, like I said, I, I, I think it's erroneous to think that Carson Wentz isn't really, really good. He is. I didn't he say he been. wasn't. I'm saying... You've got a guy who won a Super Bowl for you, a guy who got you back into the playoffs last year in Nick Foles, and who's still young enough who he's going to play another five years, six years maybe. And I, I, just, I think that had to be a very difficult decision uh, to, to find a way to not keep him. Yeah, I, I could see it. Um, do you think the writing's on the wall with that franchise a little bit, that maybe their window's passed now? It feels like it to me. It feels like that they're going to sell some parts off here in the next month, and maybe they're going to step back a little bit. And yeah, but I think they just re-signed Graham on the defensive line. I mean, they, you cheap know, though. Yeah, but but I mean that th- those are the kind of things that you, you know, if you feel like your window is closing, you you don't bring a veteran guy I, like that. I guess that my back. point is, but, but signing keeping Nick Wentz Foles, does mean they feel like well, maybe. Think about it. Signing Nick Foles means we're we're in a, we're in our window still. We're going two three years on this because you're going to guarantee two three years on that on that Foles deal. I'm looking at the Wentz contract here. This is year four. They could fall off after this. Sure, it's done after this if they wanted. If he gets hurt again, if this is if he's subpar, it they they don't exercise that fifth year option and he's done. You know, they, that's it. So they could start over through the draft, which is the right way to do it, as we know now from a quarterback standpoint. If you can do it, um, I, I get it. I get that they they'd rather give themselves flexibility after 2019 rather than lock themselves into foals and then force themselves to have to do everything else yeah, to, they, to, to maintain everything else because they're in this window. This way, if Wentz is, is the number you know two pick he, he should be, they still should win. Let, let's, fa- right? let's face it. Keeping Nick Foles last year, bringing him back, was the feel good from winning the Super no, Bowl. No, there's no way you could have gotten rid of him. 
Right. Right. And there's no way he felt like he wanted to leave. But now reality set in like, you know what? I'm a starting quarterback in the NFL. And let's be and honest. we can't have two on this roster. Let's be honest, Kevin. There he goes. Not to take anything away from his postseason run, Nick Foles has been not great no. outside of the run to the Super Bowl. He wasn't great in the regular season before that. He wasn't necessarily – he hasn't been – I don't – to me, Nick Foles isn't good enough that I'm like, I'm all in on Nick Foles. Nick Foles. And they've got to know that too. He hasn't been good outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, that's that too. So that'll be interesting. So now to see that how he leads you with... to the rumors about he's yeah. going to Jacksonville. Be, you know, I think he's been around long enough. He's solid enough that he should have some success in a place like Jacksonville. But to pe- for people to think he's going to come light it up, I don't know about well, that. He, he well, knows a no, guy there. He's playing <laughs> right. for Doug Marone, right? No, he's playing for John DeFilippo. Playing for his old well, offensive okay. coordinator. But so I'm he's, saying... he's going back into that Eagles system that he, he thrived in. Right, and if their defense gets back to where it's well, been before. Let's wait, get wait, there. Let's it, you get know, there. now you're not asking <laughs> Nick Foles to be a 400-yard passing guy a game. All right, let's let's talk defense here before we uh, kind of swing around a little more. I, I've been tracking a lot of these cap casualties, a lot of these trade rumors, things like that. It's been a bad month for defense, and we saw this coming. We talked about this a lot last year about how you know the defensive money was about to, to go in the tank because these spread offenses with these depth guys, it, it was going to take you know sixty percent of these salary caps, and and we're there now. You know the Chiefs and the Saints and and the Eagles and you know those kind of franchises. They sort of broke this whole thing. The, the, the defense wins, and we got to pay our, our defensive players. There's a reason there's six tags on defensive guys, right? And there's not multi-year contracts for those guys. And there's a reason that two of those tags might get traded in D. Ford and, and uh, Demarcus Lawrence at the end of the day if they have to. So, yeah, the Eagles are, have made some small defensive alignments. There's some, there have been some smaller defensive uh, you know, extensions, but, I mean, real small. Most of these cap casualties have been in the defensive side of the ball. That's going to continue. Uh, it's gonna get it's gonna get ugly here. For if you if you if you're not a you know a destroying pass rusher, that's going to be it eventually. That gets paid in this league. Yeah, the I agree with you. Side of ball. That's gonna be it. Eric Berry's contract destroyed secondary secondary money. It did. It just destroyed it. Um, Josh Norman destroyed the cornerback money. It did. Do you did you do you even remember that Josh Norman's a Redskin year three? <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> Gilmore's contract with New England seems reasonable at the time. But when they he pay left. nobody else. They pay nobody else. Correct. Mo- most of these teams are paying everybody and paying cornerbacks. Well, that's done now. That's done. You're not getting $16 million for a cornerback anymore. I think you're going to pay one. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. The problem is you've got four wide receivers now. That's correct. <laughs> you so know? I can eliminate one guy. That's the problem. So <laughs> so the, the structure of the game doesn't align to paying one defensive player anything anymore, unless it's the guy who can get to the quarterback. Yeah, you even had the coach of the Bills remarking at the combine last week that, yes, we need to, you need offense to win, although his numbers are a bit off. He, you know, you need we need to score. You need to score at least twenty one points to win yeah. in the National Football yeah, League. Make it thirty, yeah. right? Exactly. That ranked 30. like in the bottom five. That's of the league. Yeah, like in the bottom of the league. Yeah. Like you're already there, coach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You need to. But but get yet higher here. But yet points. most people are. You know, when you look at the draft, and at this point, you know, I, I, people are thinking somewhere between twenty to twenty five of the thirty two draft picks in the first round may be defensive guys. Well, you got to play somebody, right? You you do and what what's the core line uh, you know, line with draft picks? Cheap. They don't they're cost cheap. any money. Right. So that's the it's thing. like news anchor. And Paul. they're coming in as it, well, that isn't that the truth. Where's that combine? <laughs> isn't that the truth? <laughs> that would be a pretty that cool That would combine. be awesome. <laughs> well, his measurables are pretty good. Yeah. This guy enunciates really well. Imagine he knows how to write a copy. Imagine if there's YouTube of Jason Witten's 
Yeah. <laughs> ESPN. Kind listen, of he wasn't. Listen, I, I want to say this. I want to be fair to Jason Witten here, real yeah. quick. He was not terrible, he was a, but he was terrible for the spot he was put in. How's that? If he was doing a, the fourth ranked NFC Correct. game on Fox, it would have been. They, he wouldn't have been terrible. They he put him. It would have been okay. They put him in an unfair spot. I felt to be. You're on Monday Night Football, and you're following Tony Romo, your quarterback, who again, a natural. At it, and yeah. to think and, he was going to do the same was completely unfair to Jason Witten. Correct. End of story. Right. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so Foles is rumored to be headed to Jacksonville. It makes sense. Yeah. Jacksonville's one of those few teams that just doesn't have a quarterback right now. So where does Bortles go? So now, so where does Bortles go? And what about the other teams that need quarterbacks? Well, what other teams? <laughs> right. Washington, I mean, it's Miami, and Washington. Miami potentially. I, I don't think Blake, Blake Bortles is that for, is there for option. You know, but not even close. Blake to Bortles is lo- it'll be a backup somewhere. I think he stays right where he is. You think he stays in Jacksonville? I think he restructures that contract. He's six and a half million is already guaranteed. So if you push that over two years, that's a pretty good you know backup quarterback contract. I think he stays right there and he becomes Nick Foles' backup. You think you think he can? He wants to or can handle I don't, I don't losing his choice. job and staying on the same team and watching? I don't think he has a choice. I think it's going to have to be a Joe Flacco situation where he's just going to have to swallow his pride. Because if he goes anywhere else, he's not competing. No, he he's goes in straight as the backup. Yeah, he's so why not? Why leave? Why leave? And and from Jacksonville's standpoint, why pay six, six and a half million to a guy who? Could just be your backup. And if you're Blake Bortles, <laughs> you want to stay in Florida, as our friend Robert Ayola yes, would tell taxes. you. You want to be there for the tax purpose. Plus, he is a Florida guy, right? Bortles. That's Central right. Florida, correct. Yeah, All right, how about the Redskins? Yeah. They are one of those teams that right now no one has any idea who they're starting I'm going to open this up to you guys. Josh Rosen. Wait, it's going to oh, be great, Paul. Okay. That, that, you, you know that's a real rumor, right? <laughs> I know okay. it's a real rumor. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's open it up. What? What? There's a million <laughs> options here. Wait, they, who are the Redskins? Uh, At the, are they, is Alex Smith done? You, I think he's is he done, done, done. N- and not available at the start of this season. I mean, which done, done. Probably. So, done, done. Probably. I, you know what? I don't know. Modern medicine now and the athlete, you know, to come back. Boy, but that was gruesome. It's done, done. He's also, what, 33 years yeah, old, too. Maybe, it's maybe not, like he's a, not like he's a – not like he's – well, again, it's not like he's the guy that may replace him – Meaning Teddy Bridgewater, who had a similar horrific injury, yeah. but he was 24 when it happened. I, I, if I'm the Redskins, let's let, forget Alex Smith's. Uh, you know, the athlete always wants to come back yeah. for the most part. Um, if I'm the Redskins, I can't count on him coming back. Yeah. No way. The guy's leg snapped in three. Ugh. And supposedly his rehab will not make him available at the start of the season. Right. So if so, are, are you going to wait for Alex Smith to no. come back in week seven? I, I you cannot. Tell, I got to tell you, you something. I love the Josh Rosen idea. I love it. You don't? Oh, for the Redskins? For the Redskins. I love it. They need somebody. I, I think a fresh start for Rosen after, you know, an up and down year and a team that's publicly <laughs> just destroying him, right? <laughs> I mean, even if none of this is real, see why, the, are, why aren't the Cardinals coming forward and saying, everybody needs to yeah. shut up? Josh Rosen's our guy. They're not. Because right. they because NFL teams like to have people no. wondering what they're going to do. They did not, that initially. The Hang on. Though. They did it initially. They initially said Rosen. No, they said what everybody says. Josh Rosen is our quarterback right now. Right, he's our. And guy. You think you think he didn't say that with it with a lot of thought into how he was going to say it? I, I mean, they they're clearly not behind him in, in Arizona right no, now. No, my my point is my point is that was said for a reason, and it was and it wasn't just a for now. I, I, I've learned 
that I don't believe any of this stuff. Steve Kime <laughs> may have said that to get everybody talking and buzzing and wonder, what did he mean by for now? What did he mean by for now? I, I'm saying don't ever assume that things don't get said to make people go in other directions yeah. and try to figure yeah, out what it means. You're discounting the mentality of this from Josh Rosen's standpoint. This is we talked we joked about Kevin Durant having to answer questions about free agency every every third day. What is going on in Josh Rosen's situation right now? If, oh, if, I think if, he's if every day it, yeah. he opens up his computer or opens up his phone, he's seeing more rumors about him being thrown out after thirteen well, if, games if, in if Arizona. If the Cardinals have gone to him and said, "You doesn't can matter. ignore doesn't all matter. this," you're our guy. Doesn't then, matter. You still well, have to. You still have to fight it every morning. Listen, this is this is the NFL, which stands for not for long, Paul. <laughs> they use an old line there. Listen, <laughs> and you know, how this, many times can you cite me where a first yeah, round pick quarterback wasn't back on his team in the second year? This would be unprecedented. So I, I know what you're saying, Kevin. I yeah, just no, it would be ridiculously unprecedented. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with and, that. And here's the other thing that, but the that, Redskins should do it. <laughs> here's the other thing that that bothers me a little bit. It not bothers me because I don't know where this is, but I think it's dangerous to assume that Cliff Kingsbury comes in with all this power and influence and sure. to do. He had he has no NFL experience, none whatsoever. He basically was an offensive coordinator in college when they plucked him to be the job you have an established general manager who has won there um i just think it's i don't know maybe they are all in on cliff kingsburn like whatever you want you get i would be very surprised if that's the case you know what paul's saying very here? surprised paul, if that's the case i think paul's saying cliff kingsbury is no jason witten is what he said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, I think it's I think it's fascinating. The whole thing is I do fascinating. Too. It, I, I don't. You're yeah. right. It's fascinating. I, I just mean, think it's fascinating, and it's ultimately not ever going to happen. If but listen, if they're even having the discussion about moving on from a, a quarterback they drafted in, in what the top ten last year, right? Or was it slightly after Thir- that? 12, 11, twelve or whatever? Yeah. Still top fifteen pick. I mean, this is Arizona. They needed they needed some things. Let's let's and, and, and if they're even having the discussion, if they're entertaining a trade for the guy, number one, if I'm the team looking to get him, I'm like, well, why do they want to get rid of him um, for uh, Kyler Murray? If they either they feel Kyler Murray's that much better, which how do you know? He hasn't played in the NFL. You or absolutely B, don't know because B, of his size. Um, did this guy is his tape so terrible? That they don't want to be with him, or see what's the other factor, well, and that's were, why he there fell. Were other factors, there were other with factors, Josh Rosen. right? Yes, and uh, you know, I'd love to talk to Larry Fitzgerald about this, yeah, clearly, because right? he's coming back. I, I, I just want to look at it from the from the Redskins standpoint. The Redskins need a quarterback. They need a quarterback. There's so why not Bridgewater? Why do well, you? Well, why? Is why it, isn't Bridgewater a viable option? There? I, I guess my question is, what are the options? If it's Bridgewater, or why not drafting a rookie right Keenum? off? The, I mean, everybody else started their rookies right away last year. Why wouldn't what you? rookie? What? Well, why don't you, you draft a rookie? Maybe they love Drew Locke. Maybe they think Drew Locke is the guy. Let everybody fight over but, over Haskins and Murray. We'll take Drew Locke. He's our quarterback from day one. But maybe they think there's an opportunity in their division, and hmm. they want an established quarterback. What about the guy on the Beltway there? I know what the deal's already in place, right? With Denver, I Flacco? think Keenum, Keenum's going to go. Keenum's going to be available, right? So yeah, Flacco goes with Denver. Case Keenum's available. He's available. I, I'm trying to think. Why who haven't else they gotten rid of him yet? There. I'm not sure. Well, the Flacco trade can't be uh, official until March 13th. Okay. So it's just semantics, really. Um, I, I think Keenum's got a real good chance to be the starting quarterback of the Redskins. It's amazing. Like, it's, right? You know what's amazing? The musical quarterbacks now. Yeah, it's fun. In the NFL. Well, I mean, That's what I mean. If this Rosen thing really happens, it's everything's open. It changes everything. Everything's it, open. Because yeah. that's been the one position that <laughs> hasn't been musical 
chairs yeah. uh, because it because frankly you're asking for trouble for it to be musical chairs. Well, really? But hang on. But uh, sorry, I say sorry to interrupt, but uh, you know, um, we interrupt on the show. We uh, the <laughs> it's like first take. Let's look here. at Minnesota and Washington and the musical quarterbacks just happened last year. Yeah, we you, you've had this is be year two of this incredible shift if it happens. Kirk Cousin goes from Washington to Minnesota. The three quarterbacks in Minnesota they had in camp like how come they have three quarterbacks? They all went different places and none of them uh, one of them started somewhere and they're going to get rid of them the next year. And then you've got Alex Smith who got traded to Washington, snaps his leg. They need another quarterback there. Well, the injuries look at all the Ravens things. The injuries Ravens always change. Things. I know, but the Ravens have Flacco and they. Yeah, but Started, hang on, let me finish. They start the rookie, and now they're going to trade Flacco. Guys want a Super Bowl for him. I'm like, this is just baffling to me of how quickly they're moving on from quarterbacks. And it's just, hey, one year you weren't good enough for us, and the quarterback's got to be thinking, what the hell? I was here one year. Come no, on. no. I See, I disagree with you, Kevin. The musical chairs has not been on the front end. It's it's on the back end, so to speak. You know, uh, they didn't, you know, Joe Flacco was there 10 years before they got rid of him. You know, it, it's I disagree with you on that. Um, that's why the Rosen thing would be unprecedented because to draft a young quarterback and give him one year and then move on from that never happened. Case All those was, other- he, he made it to the championship game yeah. with the guy, and they moved on from him for a guy who hasn't even made it and paid him a fortune. That's the front end to me, so uh, I'll disagree I, I with dis- you there. I disagree. I, still, I think teams are still, particularly with young quarterbacks, understand that it's it's not a one-year process. What I, what I think it is, I think teams are seeing like, and, and I think – um, the guy in Kansas City. Why can't I think of his name right now? Mahomes. Mahomes. I think he's changed everything. Well, and I think Allen. Perhaps you need a dynamic quarterback right, now, let, right? Because offenses are changing, and you to score points. You can't. I mean, we know pocket passers win in the playoffs, but to get there, man, you need to score points, and you need some something dynamic that a player that can move can do all these different things. I, I, I'm going to globalize that a little bit more because I think you're both right. I, I think. Every quarterback is on the clock right now because the position has become so damn important. I mean, it. it well, it's it, always been important. No, no. I mean, no. It's at a new level of importance right now because of the way these offenses work. I mean, you just made that point. You, you don't even need Saquon yeah. Barkley, right? It's nice to have him. Yeah, you're not. But gonna, you don't even need Saquon Barkley on. Uh, correct. If, if you've got three, you know, Deion Lewis's. You can probably win. The New England Patriots. And the have Chiefs shown... almost did without Kareem Hunt, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You... Well, here's my, my, I want to say this. My point you, is this. Need, you need to score a ton of points, and you don't need Saquon Barkley to get to the playoffs, in my opinion. But when it comes to the playoffs, you need to run the ball and and stop the other teams. You yeah, need but to the play. Rams did it with C.J. Anderson. I know, but they ran the ball. They did. They ran yeah, the I'm ball. Saying, but I'm saying, but, to Mike's point, you don't need a, a stud running back, per se. But, but, no. but you better have the good quarterback. Back to the quarterback. Yeah, back to the quarterback. It, it, I know you're supposed to wait three, four years and let things evolve and see if it works out. But Nobody waits three, four well, years. We've for talked about those windows NFL, collapsing. Right. These these yeah. team building windows have Correct. collapsed because coaches don't get three or four so years. Anymore. We're going to well, get to a point where in one year, if it ain't looking right, we're out. Well, and here's we're why. Out. I want to go go to this point where Paul said because coaches don't get three or four years and GMs are getting less too. And here's the reason. Owners are making more money right. so they can afford to move on quicker. Right. I mean, the bill's been buying out coaches for 20 years. And let's, right. and let's be honest, you have a new, you're, you're in the middle of changing to a new generation of owner um, that are not the, the, the Wellington Maras of the world yeah. that there used to be. You, you've got a new, hot, aggressive, made their money fast, uh, egotistical right. yes. group of owners that don't have any patience. And, you right. know, just go read the article about the Browns owner and what a 
buffoon he is that's directly related to their lack of success. So I don't know that I, I don't I don't agree with it, but you but you're starting to get a new generation of owners that think differently. Well, and, and for the most part, it seems anyways. I mean, I don't get to look at their tax returns, <laughs> but it seems, you know, all the owners now in the NFL, their wealth is not in the team. There's mm-hmm. a few that are. Right. And it put sure. the wealth like Jerry Jones is is great wealth. Uh, he was rich. He's wealthy now. Um, There's a difference, uh, but it, 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 his is from the team. But he's the most uh, worth the most that team, so he can leverage yeah. that. Other people, like yeah, they make their money in oil, they make it in the internet, whatever, yeah. and they still get money from that. So it's like yeah, this is my toy. Boom. Right. Where, as you mentioned, the Wellington Maras, the Ralph Wilsons of the world. You know, these guys were were rich, but they didn't have just cash sitting around. Also, their life right? was invested in the right. football team. Yeah, yeah. It was their life. And it was, was their a, life. There was a dis- distinguishedness about owners back then. And I'm not saying that that's that there isn't now, but well, there was but, you were the owner and you were the guy that stood on the side. Go back to Jerry Jones. And watched. Jerry Jones is the first. 10 years too long, right? He's the yeah. first generation <laughs> kind of of those guys. Yeah. All right, I know we had a couple other things you wanted to touch Hold on. Hold on, last thing on Josh Rosen. Yep. His traded contract is... Three years, six million. <laughs> wow! If so, you can get, if you can give up a third round pick, which is what we're hearing, right? Yeah. For that contract, that's incredible. You got to do it. You have to do it. You got to do it. I would ask for a higher draft draft pick just because it's so cheap. It's you know that's what? crazy. I want a two because you're not going to spend anything on the quarterback position. That's bonkers. Yeah, that that's is what nuts. I mean. The Redskins have to strongly be considering this if it's real. Absolutely, they should. <laughs> uh, any uh, any later updates on the uh, the Antonio Brown saga that has riveted? Oh, you're the making nation. me talk about it. It's riveted the nation. <laughs> Weren't you in the production meeting? <laughs> oh. I know. I like hey, him. Here's going. A, All right. I'm not feeling bad for Antonio Brown. He's got a new, he's, he's part of that new video service. You know, you can get a celebrity. <laughs> uh, what? You oh, can rent a celebrity. You can, you can rent, rent a celebrity. To, 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 so, Paul, let's say. It's your lovely wife's birthday, and she's a huge Steelers fan. <laughs> and you want to do something special. And uh, frankly, you've got money to blow Paul's, we all know. And you want Antonio Brown to hold up his cell phone and record a message to say, Hey, Sheila. That's not his wife. Do you think he's wearing a 49ers jersey, though? <laughs> but he's just like, Hey, oh God. you notice my, my, my uh, bleached mustache uh, that, that looks ridiculous, by yeah. the way. But anyways, hey, uh, I want to wish you a very special 23rd birthday, blah, yeah. blah, blah, whatever. Then Tony Brown said, so have, make sure you have a great day. 500 bucks. Get out of here. Oh, my God. It's rid- okay. and, and his sample one, he's holding the phone. He's not even in total. My, my brother-in-law got one from Sloan from uh, Entourage. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he loved it. All right. Wow. <laughs> That's a good Sloan from Entourage is a good call. A little better than AB, right? All right. And, and All right. Any, well, it depends. What, it, it depends. Raiders, <laughs> uh, the Raiders seem to be a team that people, the Cardinals, I saw the Raiders and the Cardinals, uh, are the Redskins are teams that supposedly are being reported as sniffing around on a potential trade. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. I, I'm going to put my foot down. I did it on Twitter yesterday. I'll say it today. Uh, the Steelers should not move this guy. I know they just went through hell with Le'Veon Bell. I know, I know the situation. That's different. That was a franchise tag. They sort of forced their hand in that. This guy's under contract for three years. He's making $15 million this year, which is third among wide receivers, so nobody can complain about him being underpaid. He's 31 years old, making $15 million. Uh, he signed the contract knowing the Steelers' structure. He restructured the contract knowing the Steelers' structure. This is not a year where he's able to be moved. It's just not. It's not. The dead cap is astronomical. I know Florio and those guys have tried to break down this roster bonus into 
weekly payments to try to make it sound better for the Steelers to, to save cash on this guy. Stop. It's $21 million in dead cap now. It'll be 23 in a week. That's not tradable. And this guy's good. And if he wants to play for you, you'll take his 60 catches. And if he wants to hold out, you'll take the reduced cap in cash to have him to, when you suspend him for holding out. That's it. Right. That's, that's 2019 Even and Antonio Brown. Even if you get Brown. a first-round pick offered to you? Who cares? Okay. That's, you get the first-round pick and you get $21 million in dead cap. Right. You get anything Is it really worth dollars in dead you're, cap. You're, you're paying $21 million in cap for a first-round pick. That's ludicrous. That's not Brock Osweiler to the Browns. Remember that little deal? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they bought a second-round pick? Yeah. That's not that. What, so what are their options here? I mean, if they're not going to trade him. I think him, Mike just said there aren't. Just, there aren't, right? He either plays or doesn't play for them. I'm not dumb. Them. They're going to trade him. Somebody's yeah. going to offer a first-round pick. He's going to be a Raider. He'll go to Vegas next year. It'll be an absolute disaster. But, yeah. but I mean, look, it's going to happen, right? But, Are the Raiders trading Derek Carr, by the oh way? Oh, boy. Uh, he's on my list. I did, a, I did a trade list. He's on there because I just – nobody said really no yet, right? It's they've said he's our quarterback for now, right? John Gruden keeps saying he's our quarterback what if for they, now. Uh, right, here's, it's tradable. It's what if very they tradable. trade him to Arizona for Rosen? Well, no, no. Just saying. I, I don't. I don't know. No, they're going to draft somebody. If they're going to trade Carr, they're going to draft Kyler Murray. They're going to trade Carr and use all those picks to move up for Kyler Murray, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Just thought I'd throw that that's out the, there. That's the that's the ultimate John Gruden move, right? Totally. Yeah. Or, and, uh, or he and, likes and, Rosen. I mean, just saying he could. And he could trading like one of those else. picks for Antonio Brown is an ultimate John Gruden move too. <laughs> well, like Which, could, but yeah, but then uh, isn't it just Amari Cooper for Antonio right, it's, Brown? That's what I was just saying. It's like yeah. a one-to-one swap, right? Yeah. Correct. Yes. Except for one is twenty-five and cheap, and the other one is thirty-one and outspoken. Yeah. The, the, the question with the Raiders is going to be because you've got Gruden, who's an old-school kind of guy. You got Mayock, who who is kind of a traditionalist. Are, are are they going to be living in the old way of doing business, or are they going to adapt to the new way of doing it? Paul, we talked about this before the show. There's like seven great wide receivers in this draft, and they're not all going in the first round, which right. means one of the you know there's going to be like three of them that cost like eight million for four years. So why is anybody considering Antonio Brown, right? Why is anybody considering this? Great why point. would you ever give up a pick at for 31 this? years old? Again, I, I, I get it. He's he's a nice player, and he's probably going to catch 60 to 75 balls, right? Still. Eight, seven, eight touchdowns, depending on the situation he gets himself into. But he, he could do that for Pittsburgh, too. Uh, at, at the end of the day, wherever you're going, I mean, if, whether it's Oakland with Derek Carr, whether it's Arizona with, I don't know, whoever, Ben Roethlisberger is going to be just as good, if not better, a quarterback, right? And I realize he's probably a monster to work with, clearly. I mean, there's been guys that have said this. Yeah, he's a lot of quarterbacks. Mike Tomlin may, may not be the, you know, the friendliest coach to deal with, right? right? And the city of Pittsburgh might be a little tough to play for, but he signed the contract. He signed the restructured contract. He's getting paid good money this year. Shut up and play. All right, final thing here before we go. Russell Wilson, you had a note about him you want to talk about. Yeah, do you want to, do you want to, Seahawks. Do you want to – Mention the note that I had. <laughs> Mike's Mike's uh, production note. Um, do the Seahawks hate Russell Wilson? Well, how could they hate him? Well, he, this is a contract year. Is he Joe Flacco? Because he's the only quarterback recently that's gone all the way through. In what way is he, are you asking? By not extending him. How are there not well, I thought, severe talks about him being the next big quarterback paid. I thought he had a great year last year. He was phenomenal on yeah. a terrible team. He's been yeah. phenomenal. They, sh- they should have been a four-win team. They almost made the playoffs. Well, maybe, they, maybe they're trying to figure out what, what they're doing. Are we going forward with him, or are we going to rebuild? I, 
clearly, I mean, uh, Colin Coward said what we've said months Remember ago. Remember, I sent you, I sent you this. He yeah. did. He he was he put it out there nationally, and this is a, a, we had a quarterback conversation what three four months ago, where we said, shouldn't the Giants be all in if Russell Wilson is. And his superstar to get, wife to get away. wants to get to a yeah. to a big money, big media market. Right. But we yep. sort of saw this coming. If the Seahawks really are going to rebuild, then no, Russell Wilson shouldn't want to be there, and they should do right by him and trade him for three first-round picks, whatever it's going to be. That right? would be brilliant by the Giants. Totally. Completely. And the Seahawks. Yes. Sure. And the Seahawks. Sure. Because this guy's not 25 anymore. Right. Do you know what I mean? I think I think it's a move that should strongly be considered. Of course, they don't hate him. They're probably having these conversations right sure. now, right? Like, what the hell are we? You know, are are we going to have to rip this up again? Is Doug Baldwin going to get hurt again? I mean, all of their pieces sort of look like eh right now, you know. And if they've got to change over everything, then Wilson shouldn't be the guy there. It should be boy know. Russell Wilson on the Giants makes so much sense. God, talk about a, a so three, much man. sense. That talk you, about a big three. To not have to take oh. questionable quarterback in the because because whether you take Murray or Haskins, they're questionable at this point because right. they don't have a body of work enough for for anybody to say, oh, that guy's going to be great. Russell Wilson in New York yeah. would be a killer. That and and if you're going to use a first round pick high, why not trade it for a guy you know you can get five years at high level out of? Makes so much sense to me. I love it. Yes, that's why it won't happen because it makes probably sense. not. You're <laughs> probably right. Hey, uh, make sure you, what what do you got coming up on Spot Trek? I mean, all the all the contracts are there. Major League Baseball, the transactions, yeah. Dallas Keuchel. Week from Wednesday, it's the big day, right? That's right. The, week the, from, the, week uh, from I wanna, are we going to hang out in the Spot Track War Room? Could do that. I am I going want to, be... to. We should do it the Tuesday before, though, because that's when all the contracts actually come in, right? That's true. <laughs> I am going to be um, at the Arnold Palmer Invitational in the Players' Championship. Okay, boohoo! Yep. Yes. And I just realized I'll be out of town as well. Yeah, well, I'll be alone covering basketball <laughs> with a hoodie on in, in a so. dark room. I'm but uh, but no, that I, you're that's the, the, it's the day. It's the day to have spot track on your up on your constantly up on and checking also every my minute. wife's birthday by the way and you've got a ba- on the dot march 13th wow and you've got a baby coming a here baby soon coming. too so there's a lot going other than, on other than that yeah. spot track headquarters has got a lot going on <laughs> live from the hospital room <laughs> you know uh, you, you could have planned those things better mike yeah, you, you would think you would think right an analytics guy like me couldn't yep. figure that out hey this is yep. a guy this marry is... somebody in, who was born in september and uh have a baby in august listen i'll just give a, a this is a guy who uh we scheduled the delivery of our third in between hockey games i was announcing for the sabers literally literally i flew back from arizona <laughs> walk we walked in the afternoon like uh What's going on? Is she in labor? No, but we're here to deliver. Yeah, it's we time. Had it all, we had it all set. <laughs> we had it all set up before, like and then it. two days later, went back to broadcasting. It was great. Very nice. All right, SpotTrack.com. Make sure you check out the premium section and, and some big things to come uh, from uh, mm-hmm. SpotTrack. So uh, we, we're looking forward to all that. For Mike Gennetti, founder of SpotTrack.com, Paul Peck. I'm Kevin Sylvester. We'll talk to you next time right here.